Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Shishi in Parshas Lech Lecha continues with the very last point that we were discussing, which is this very important uh, juncture in Jewish history, which is the Bris Ben Abisarim, the covenant between the parts. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu that he wishes to make a treaty with Avram, symbolizing a guarantee that Yerusha Sa'aretz, the Jewish people, would inherit Eretz Yisrael. And there is a physical uh, treaty created by splitting animals in pieces. And Avram, along with a shliach of the Shechina, as Rashi explains, which was this smoking oven and pillar of fire, uh, walked between these parts, symbolizing this treaty that would be formed between Hashem and Avram and his descendants. And the Pesukim tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, your children are going to be in exile for 400 years. And uh, it, it from, as Rashi explains, from the birth of Yitzchak till Yitzchak Mitzrayim was 400 years. They'd be considered gerim, strangers. Eventually, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would punish those people that persecuted the Jewish, the Jewish people, which is Mitzrayim. And as Rashi adds in from the Gam, we actually learn every subsequent Malchus that also persecuted the Jewish people eventually was punished as well. And then they would leave Mitzrayim Berchush with great wealth. The fourth generation from going into Egypt would eventually return to Eretz Yisrael. Rashi explains the Cheshbon. And then they would inherit and conquer the land of Israel as it was guaranteed to Avram and to his descendants. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says the area that would be under their ownership based on owning Eretz Yisrael. And this is a very significant point in Jewish history, which is that Hashem says, right now you're not deserving of owning the land in the sense that the Goyim who are living there hadn't sinned entirely to the degree that they deserve to be kicked out yet, but eventually it will be given to you as an eternal ownership, as a permanent inheritance. That would only happen, again, the fourth generation from going down to Egypt, and uh, we know that that's the Dora Midbar, that eventually the generation actually following the generation of Yitzhak Mitzrayim ended up conquering Eretz Yisrael as our eternal uh, inheritance. So we can then go on to teach us the, uh, the story with Sarai and Hagar. So the Pesukim tell us that after 10 years of living in Eretz Yisrael, Sarai was still unable to bear children. So she calculated that since we've been in Eretz Yisrael for 10 years, and the halacha is, is that if a woman's married to her husband for 10 years, he hasn't been able to have children, really, he has to, he has to have children with another woman. So either that means divorce her and have another wife, or in this case, Sarai, Sarai said, I'll find another wife, and that turned out to be Hagar. Rashi explains Hagar was the daughter of Paro. Paro saw the greatness of the household of Avram, and he said, I'd rather my daughter, the princess in Mitzrayim, be a maidservant in the house of Avram rather than be a princess in Egypt because of how much he valued Avram. So Sarai says, perhaps if I bring Hagar into the marriage as a co-wife, Hashem will see this in Mesiris Nefesh that I'm doing, and he'll grant me a child via this Mesiris Nefesh. And so it was. Sarai tells Hagar to be with Avram, and Hagar immediately becomes pregnant. So Hagar then looks at Sarah, actually Rashi says miraculous format, which is from the first intimacy, which is generally not something that occurs. So as the Pesukim say, Sarai gets a bit offended because Hagar starts to say negative things about Sarai. She must not be such a tzaddikis. It looks like she's such a tzaddikis. For, for so many years she's with Avram and she hasn't become pregnant, and yet I become pregnant the first time I was intimate with Avram. 
And therefore, Sarah is, Sarai is demeaned in the eyes of Hagar. So Sarai turns to Avram and says, Chamasi Alecha, it's your fault. You're the one who caused these sufferings to me. And as Avram turns back there, he says, you could do what you want with Hagar. Hagar kicks her out of the house, and Sarai kicks her out of the house, and Hagar flees to the desert. In the desert, she meets up with Malachim, who although, as Rashi told us before, she actually miscarried that first child because of the Ayin Hara that Sarai had cast upon her, the Malachim guarantee that, as representatives of Hashem, that she would indeed become pregnant, she would name the child Yishmoel, and that child would be a para Adam, as Rashi explains, a wild man of the desert, a hunter who fights with everyone else, list him, yadoi bakol, v'yad kol boy, everyone will hate him, he'll fight with everyone else, and the, the Aliyah then goes on to say that indeed she returned to Avram's house, this Hagar, she eventually became pregnant again, she bore a child, Avram called that child Yishmoel, as the Malach had said miraculously or prophetically, Avram called that child Yishmoel, and that child Yishmoel was born when Avram was 86 years old. Now the final point here is when Avram's 99, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes now, Perak Zion, and talks to Avram about forming a new covenant, which as we'll learn more about when we get to Shvi tomorrow, is the covenant Rashi learns, Hesalich lefanei ve'yasamim, walk in front of me and be complete, uh, which has, is associated with the mitzvah of bris milah, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to command Avram eventually. Through bris milah you become complete. You become a whole in a certain sense. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, become complete through bris milah, and I'm going to change your name from Avram to Avraham. Avraham, which symbolizes Avraham's entire completion, uh, it also symbolizes that he's Av Hamon Goyim, that he's the father of all the nations of the world, not just Aram like he was initially. And with this, we finish off Shishi, and Be'ezus Hashem will continue discussing in Shvi'i uh, the idea of the bris milah, the special covenant between Hashem and the Jewish people. Everybody have a wonderful day.